Reading Srimad Bhagavatam 5419 Prasraya prana pranaya bhaktam suyantritam api upakshiyarishchayan iti hova hova iti hova Saha, he, Kadachit, once, Atmanaha, while on a tour, Bhagavan, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Rishabha, Lord Rishabha, Brahma Avarta Prataha, when he reached a place known as Brahma Varta, Identified by some as Burma and by others as a place near Kanpur, Uttarputra Pradesh. You know why they say it is Burma? Because Burma was called Brahmades and Thailand was called Ramadis, you know, the old name of uh, Thailand was, what was the old name of Thailand? Siam. Siam, Siram. And this side was called Brahma. You see, that's why I came to Brahma. See, this is Brahma Bharata. That's why Prabhupada put here the word Brahma. Iravali River, Ayodhya, the old name was Siam, Sri Ram, and this side was called Brahma Days. Brahma Rishi Prabharaha Sapyam. In a meeting of first class Brahmanas. <coughs> Vijayanam, while the citizens, Nisamyan Tinam, were hearing Atmajam, his sons, Avahita Atmanaha, attentive, Prashraya, of good behavior, Pranaya, of devotion, Bhara, by an abundant suyantritan welcome api although upachiyan teaching 
simply for self-gratification, which is available even dogs and for hawks at each school. One should engage in penance and austerity to attain the divine position of devotional service. By such activity, one's heart is purified, and when one attains this position, he attains eternal blissful life, which is transcendental to material happiness and which continues forever. In this verse, Lord Rishabdev tells his sons about the importance of human life. The word <coughs> Dehabak refers to anyone who accepts a material body. But the living entity with the water, the human form, must act differently from animals. Animals like dogs and hawks enjoy sense gratification by eating stew. After undergoing severe hardships all day, human beings are trying to enjoy themselves at night by eating, drinking, having sex and sleeping. At the same time, they have to properly defend themselves. However, this is not human civilization. <clears throat> human life means voluntarily practicing suffering for the advancement of spiritual life. There is, of course, suffering in the lives of animal plants which are suffering due to their past misdeeds. However, human beings should voluntarily accept suffering in the form of austerities and penances in order to attain the divine life. After attaining the divine life, one can enjoy happiness. After all, every living entity is trying to enjoy happiness, but as long as one is engaged in the material body, he has to suffer different kinds of miseries. A higher sense is present in the human form. We should act. According to the superior advice, in order to attain eternal happiness and go back to God. It is significant in this verse that the government and the natural guardian, the father, should educate subordinates and raise them to Krishna consciousness. Devoid of Krishna consciousness, every living being suffers in the cycle of birth and death perfection. To relieve them from this bondage and enable them to become blissful and happy, bhakti yoga should be taught. A foolish civilization neglects to teach people how to raise the platform of bhakti yoga. Without Krishna consciousness, a person is no better than a hog or a dog. The instruction of Rishabh Dev are very essential at the present moment. People have been educated and trained to work very hard for self-gratification. And there is no sublime aim in life. A man travels to earn his livelihood, leaving home early in the morning, catching a local train and being packed in a compartment. <coughs> he has to stand for an hour or two in order to reach his place of business. Then again, he takes a bus to get his office. At the office, he works hard from 9 to 5. <coughs> then he returns. Then <coughs> it takes two or three hours to return home. After eating, he has sex and he goes to sleep. For this hardship, his only happiness is little sex. Yan maituna adi grahame sukham maituchan. Bishop, they have clearly stated that human life is not meant for this kind of existence, which is enjoyed even by dogs and hawks. Nayam Sukapo. A human being should try to live in a different way and should not try to imitate dogs and hawks. The alternative is mentioned. 
Human life is meant for tapasya, austerity and penance. By tapasya, one can get out of material clutches. And one is situated in Krishna consciousness, devotional service, his happiness is guaranteed eternity. By taking to bhakti yoga, devotional service, one's existence is purified. The living entity is seeking happiness, life of the life. But he can make a solution to all his problems simply by practicing bhakti yoga. Then he immediately has become eligible to return home back to God. It is confirmed in Bhagavad Gita. For one who knows the transcendental nature of my appearance and activity does not upon leaving the body take his birth against the material world, but attains to my eternal abode or Arjuna. So this was oh I will chant Oma Gyanat Virandasya Gyananam Gyana Shulaka Shakshodan Militam Yanatasme. Sri Guru Venama, Sri Chaitanya Manovistam, Satitam Yena Bhuta, Swayam Rupa Gadamam Vidati Swapanam, Sri Guru Sri Yukapada Kamalam, Sri Guru Vaishnavam Chya, Sri Rupam Sakajatam Sahagana Raghunatam Vittam Kamsajam, Shadvitam Shavadutam Arjanam Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam, Sri Radha Krishna Padam Sahagana Lalita Sri Shagan Vitamitya He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagatpate Vopisha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namusthute Tapta Kanshna Gaurangi Radhe Vindavaneshwari Vishavan Vasuta Devi Pradamalami Harekvi Manchabalpatarudhyasya-pripa-sindhubhe-vacha-patitanam-bhavadevya-vaishnavevya-vaishnavevya-vaishnavevya-vaishnavevya-vaishnavevya-vaishnavevya-vaishnavevya-vaish
chapter one like that, otherwise we'll jump a lot. Huh? I know that works very well. Let us arrest. Hmm? Chapter one, let's see. You know, chapter one, where self gratification is, you know, uh, despite of. Anyone knows? Chapter one, let's see, anyone? Huh? Come on. <clears throat> I can think of the words that when Arjuna says, when the society goes into self-gratification, then there will be unwanted progeny. They will not worship God. As a result, it created creates a hellish situation. Do you know which was that? Huh? Huh? 142. 140, yeah. So here Arjuna is giving his uh, viewpoint about how dangerous it is to engage in uh, irreligious activities. He got no more phone and he lost his phone now. So no book also? <laughs> He's memorized everything. Then. Yeah, very powerful mind. So here you can see Adharma Abhivat Abhivavat Krishna Pradushyanti Kulastriyaha Srisu Dushtastu Vashneya Jayate Vanashankaraha. So this is what happens huh? when irreligion is prominent in the family. Oh Krishna, the woman of the family become polluted. And from degradation of woman, oh descendant of Rishni comes unwanted progeny. So you see how sense gratification means against God consciousness. So when that happens, you see what happens? Huh? You understand? It's not something that we all can take it very cheaply. Right? An increase of unwanted population certainly creates hellish life for both the family and those who destroy family tradition. Ancestors of such corrupt families fall down because of performance of offering them food and water and family stock. No, they don't want it, they don't care. No more puja. Hmm? By evil deeds of those who destroy the family tradition and thus give rise to unwanted children, all kinds of community projects and family welfare activities devastated. O oh Krishna, maintainer of the people, I have heard by disciplic succession that those whose family tradition are destroyed dwell always in hell. So you see, if you go into sense gratification and not become religious, that's why it says you eat, 
you can enjoy self gratification like in the human form and it is akin to uh, animalistic life uh, <clears throat> animal that you do it uh, and it is it is very troublesome kastakaman why this word custom is used uh, miserable because when you go against god consciousness you suffer a lot of miseries Yes, you understand. Well, after this, it is more. Why this Korean word comes here? So Arjuna's argument is that I don't think I will do this fight. I don't think I want to do that. Asatram Sastra Panaya. So this is one point that sense gratification is dangerous because it makes you become Adharma Vit. That means you go against the religious principle. And when you go against religious principle, you create what? Hellish situation. And everybody goes to hell. Yeah, this argument of Arjuna. Right? Where else sense gratification is very bad? Well, anybody? Before 244, any words? Hmm? Any words? Yeah, in 244, there's a famous verse that is always explained. Bogeshwarya prashaktanam kaiparata setasham yavasamikabudi samadavanam vichyate. So here it says, in the minds of those who are too attached to sense enjoyment and material opulence and who are bewildered by such things, the resolute determination of devotional service to the Supreme Lord does not take place. So now we have heard that if you enjoy sense gratification, you go to hell. You bring everything to hell, right? Family tradition, everything is finished. Vanna Sankara Vijayate means children all are becoming completely what? Rascals. Now, Krishna is saying, if you go and do this thing, you will not be able to get devotional service. In other words, you not only go to hell, you will not be able to get the mercy of the Lord. Yes? Yes or not? How dangerous this is? How what? Hello? Dangerous. Because if you don't get God, then what is your use of your life? Huh? You can live without God. Hello? Huh? Understand? Yeah.
See, Krishna is speaking. You see, very, I mean, Krishna is God. No? See, he's speaking about you will not get devotional service. Then he immediately goes to this verse. You see what is he saying now? The Vedas deal mainly with subject of the three modes of material nature. Oh, Arjuna, become transcendent the three modes. Be free from dualities and from all anxiety of gain and safety and be established. Because sense gratification, Vedas speak about sense gratification. Do this puja, that puja, Agni puja, right? So Krishna immediately bring, if you cannot get devotional service, then you will do this thing. Sense gratification. That we explained at learned in the previous class about how if you don't follow a national system, everything is finished. If you don't accept the authority of Krishna, you'll fall down. So that means if you go on the Bhogeshwara platform, that means you are rejecting, you won't be able to get Krishna. So what you will do? You will fall down. How you will fall down? Because we just said you fall down and you go to hell. But here, you will fall down to what? Sense gratification. And sense gratification means hellish life. You see how Krishna is so expert. It's simply he speak here. But in the, I think I spoke that other class, you know, about importance of Varnashram. Those who attended that class. How you were, if you don't accept the, any members of the Varnashram do not accept the supremacy of Krishna will fall down. And then goes down to, they will go and make, follow the Vedas and do all the Karmakanda thing. And one thing after they become uh, imbued with all kind of bad qualities. Correct? I explain at length. So see how Krishna is also speaking the same point. Because indirectly saying, you will give up this Vedas. You know, you Vedas, because if you cannot get devotion, then you will go into the Karmakanda platform. Two things will happen. If you don't do devotional service, you will be attracted to Karmakanda and the, what is that? Jnanakanda. Two, two spec one is speculation and the other one is sense gratification. Both are sense gratification anyway. <clears throat> so see how dangerous it is. So then sense gratification, not serving the senses of Krishna is very dangerous. Okay? That's why Krishna is telling Arjuna, you don't do this. It is very bad. Where else is sense gratification been despite of? What are the verses? Can anyone say? 67. Supreme Personality of Godhead said, O oh, Martha, when a man gives up all varieties for desire for sense gratification, which arise from mental concoction, and when his mind is thus purified, finds satisfaction in the self alone, then he is said to be in pure transcendental consciousness. So unless you give up sense gratification, you cannot, uh, not only sense gratification means mental concoction, you cannot become purified. Right?
So Krishna is advising that you must give up self-gratification. Wells, wells, well, sixty. The senses are so strong and impotent, O Arjuna, they forcefully carry away the mind, even of men of discrimination and having to control. How does this relate? What is sense gratification? You engage in sense gratification, you cannot control your mind. That's, is that the purpose of it? Uh, <clears throat> what are the verses? Hmm? 61, 62, very important, yeah? Hmm? One who restrains his senses, keeping them under full control and fixes his conscience upon me is known as a man of steady health. This doesn't show you are going to be sense gratified, right? This verse is also very important here. You see how you fall down. This is famous verse. What happens when you go and engage in sense gratification? What happens? While contemplating the objects of the senses, a person develops attachment for them, and such attachment last develops and last anger arises. From anger, complete delusion arises, and from delusion, bewilderment of memory. When memory is bewildered, intelligence is lost, and intelligence is lost, one falls down again into material. See that? See how dangerous sense gratification is? Huh? You, the senses act with sense object, correct? Huh? Then, attraction, correct? Attraction means loss in the Heart from lust, what happened? Cannot get it. Anger, anger cannot control. Senses become bewildered. Yes, and then what? Madness, they fall down. See how dangerous sense gratification is. Hmm? Correct? 61, 62. Right? You see how. Actually, the second chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna is explaining about how dangerous it is into getting into sense gratification. What else after this? Anything else? 67. Huh? 67. <laughs> So if you become Krishna conscious, then only you can cross over the most of the future. This verse we quote many times. Actually, this verse also is very important, the 65. Really. 
प्रसादे सर्व थियरी But even before you go there, you're also going to face a lot of misery and unhappiness. You understand? It is not that only when you go hell only you're going to suffer. No, if you do not become Krishna conscious, your misery is the way. Kasta kaman with bujave, you're going to face a lot of miseries. Yes. That's why there's another word that uh, what is name the word said, you know. Anyone, everyone knows material world is misery. Miserable. Uh, after knowing, how can they act like a cow? What is that? A jack? What? Ass or a, a goat or a ass or a what? Huh? You understand? Let's see how detrimental it is. This is how your senses can be carried away. So how you have to, only with the help of Krishna you can control. All right, I think we sum up on chapter two. What else? Seventy seventy one. Huh? Seventy seventy one. Seven. Seventy seventy one. Oh, Bhagavatam. Two seventy two seventy. Oh, seventy. The last two verses, huh? Person who has given up all desires for sense gratification, who lives free from desire, who has given up all the sense of proprietorship, is devoid of false ego. He alone can attain real peace. This is the way of spiritual and godly life after attaining which a man is not bewildered. If one is thus situated, even an hour of death, one can enter into the kingdom of God. So if you give up some gratification, you can go back to spiritual life. Huh? So again, Krishna says in third chapter, if you do not work, what is that word? <clears throat> you are entitled to work, but you are not entitled to the result. What is that? What word is that? Two forty-seven. I missed that. This is the verse often quoted by the karmis. They say Krishna says you are entitled to do your do your work. The misinterpreters. Here Krishna is saying that you have, you have a right to perform your prescribed duty, but you are not entitled to fruits of action. In other words, you are not entitled for sense gratification. Never consider yourself the cause or result of activities. Never to be attached to not doing your duty. Right? 
So sense gratification is dangerous. Sense gratification is what? Dangerous. Now we will explain to you how this sequence goes, you know. Krishna says in the three nine that we quote many times, Yagyanatha Karmanayatra. Any activities is done not for Krishna, you will simply create bondage. You understand? Sense gratification means bondage. How that bondage works? Explain here. You don't perform. Very important word. When you don't follow, my dear Arjuna, one who does not follow in human life the cycle of sacrifice, thus established by the Veda, certainly leads a life full of sin. Living only for satisfaction and senses, such a person lives in vain. This is sense gratification. If you don't follow the rules and regulations, uh, then what happens? What happens? You will lead a life full of sin. And when living for satisfaction and senses, such a person lives in Right? That's why it is equated to the life of a dog and an ass, uh, which is, I mean, very, very painful. See, see this very important, this word. Uh, the moment you don't follow rules and regulation, you are going to live a sinful life. It's synonymous. If you follow, you are saved. If you don't follow, you're going to? Now, what happens here? I see in Sanskrit, you see this verse. Agayo Indriya Ramo. Agayo means sin, sin, right? Because of Indriya Ramo means enjoying the senses. And you see this word, Mogam Parthasa Jivati. Mogam means what? He's living in illusion. He doesn't know what to do, what not to do. Understand? Now you see here in this verse, again this word, Moga Asha, Moga Karmana, Moga Vigyana, Moga Jnana, Vishetusha, Rakshashim Asurim Chaiva, Prakriti Mohini Sritaha. So we know is going to get bewildered. <laughs> now bewilderment means that is hopes. Uh, asa means what? Hope. Those who are thus bewildered are attracted by demonic and atheistic views. Understand? It's not that you just fall down. You're becoming a what? Demon. When you go away from Krishna, you're going to become what? Demonic, not only demonic, rakshasis, atheistic. Huh? How dangerous it is. Hello? And all your things are baffled, your hopes are baffled, your what? Your hopes for liberation are baffled, their fruitive activities and their culture of knowledge are all defeated. And you can see people who are atheistic, people who are demonic. How is their life? Huh? Understand? So the sequence flows. 
The moment you don't follow the rules and regulation, you'll be doing sinful activities. When you do sinful activities, you become bewildered. And then what happens? You become attracted to demonic views. Yes. You become atheistic. And that's dangerous. Yes. Understand? Of course, chapter 16 explains about all about demonic qualities. Yes. And there it is explained. Krishna says there are three ways to go to hell. What are the three gates that go to hell? Lust, anger, and greed. Just now we read how this lust comes. Correct? How the lust comes? Sense of sense object. See, everything is flowing. Correct? Dangerous. Understand? It's not something. Ah, it's all right. Everybody is lusty in the world. No, who is not lusty? Huh? Uh, you must know it's human to be lusty. Hello? Huh? Understand? Dangerous. It is what? Dangerous. Understand this? There are three gates to hell. What, what was that? Huh? 16.21. So you're going to go to hell? I mean, look, that's dangerous. Do you want to go there? Trividam Narakeshidam Dwanam Nasanam Atmana Kama Prodatta Lobas Tasman Eta Triam Jaja. So you go in that way, the three gates leading to hell, lust, anger, and grace. Every sane man should give this up, for they lead to the degradation of the soul. Ah, dangerous. Not only that, you can see here again, everything we quote this many times. Aneka chitta vibranta. You know this word, vibranta. Mohajala samamrata, prasaktaha kama bhogeshu, patanti narakeshu cha. How many times is said here, you go to hell, go to hell, go to hell, go to hell. Right? Now we are just using the Bhagavad Gita, we are not going anywhere else. Those perplexed by various anxiety and bound by network illusion, they become too strongly attached to sense enjoyment and fall down in See how dangerous and detrimental it is. Yes? Not finished, yeah? Krishna says here, going to hell is one thing, right? For those people who are mischievous, huh? for those who are mischievous, huh? who don't want to accept this fact, those who are envious and mischievous or lowest among men, I perpetually cast them the ocean material existence into various demonic species of life. They go down to lower and lower species. And after attaining repeated birth among species of demonic life, O oh son of Kunti, such person can never approach me. Gradually they sink down to the most abominable type of existence. How do you like that? 
I mean, this is not fun, you know. Can you imagine? Prabhu, I like to stay in the marina trench. Nobody will disturb me there. Huh? Ah, think. So now we have described to you, of course, we have not gone to the Bhagavatam verses. There are many, many, many verses. You know, the famous verse, human life is not meant for sense gratification. What is that verse? Bhagavatam? Huh? What? Nayam, Kamasya Nayendriya Priti. Human life is not meant for sense gratification. There are so many, so many verses. Actually, the whole Bhagavan is speaking about no sense gratification. And I think I have made my point clear that sense gratification and Krishna consciousness cannot go together. Cannot? Cannot go together. Uh? Sometimes just previous chapters were forced to accept sense gratification to continue in uh, maintaining society and how it's going. Yeah, that we have explained at length. <coughs> Sense gratification is allowed under condition. For example, let's say, now this was this was Yakya Sista Sino Santo, Muchanti Sadhukil Bishara, Muchanti Goham, again Agaham, Papa. So, the devotees of the Lord are released from all kinds of sins because they eat food which is worth offered for sacrifice. Others who prepare food for personal sense enjoyment verily eat only sins. Again, sense gratification. The consequence of sense gratification. How to prevent that? How sense gratification is given some leeway? You must offer the result to. That's why Krishna says, all that you do, all that you eat, all that austerity, everything you do, do it as an offering to me. So that is how you can live. You cannot live otherwise. Because if you don't offer the food, you will be implicated. Yes. Uh, Krishna can take some white rice. No? I will eat everything to me. <laughs> so, you think Krishna is such a fool? Understand? That goes not only for food, it goes for every activity. That's why Krishna tells Arjuna, in all circumstances, you think of me, right? Uh, offer me, uh, what? Become my devotee. You understand? That is the saving. What? You cannot try to transgress that. That's not possible. In other words, you have no choice. You have no choice. Because everything is tightly controlled by Krishna. You understand? You cannot. You can this is you think you can drift away, you're gonna be in big trouble. Understand? Are there no cockroaches and no what fishes and all that? 
Hey, By birth, one is automatically attracted to all these sense gratification. 1121 huh? oh, yeah, correct. Uh, it was in the 19th see so see <clears throat> simply by material birth human beings become attached with their minds to personal sense gratification, long duration of life, sense activities, bodily strength, sexual potency, friends, family, their mind returns absorbed in that which defeats the actual self-interest. So by birth, by default, we are already stuck with this thing. Understand? You follow? Every one of us, the moment we took what we are, oh, study hard, why study hard? You get a degree, when you get a degree, then you will get a good job, correct? Then you will get a happy family. Huh? Yes? This has been the, the what? Huh? Yes? Understand? But this is not a fact. That's why it says, if you get into this, you're going to go into a lot of trouble that we already explained. Yes? So now the solution is to come to the mood of goodness. And you can only come to the mood of goodness if you do austerity. There's no other way to it. You understand? Huh? And if you don't do, if you don't do this austerity, you see what happens. Your mood of passion and ignorance. If you don't come to the goodness, you are stuck in the passion. Huh? Persons with perverted intelligence do not understand the actual purpose of Vedic knowledge. Instead, propagate huh? the highest truth. Uh, what is this? I thought it was 26. to get my thing wrong. When consciousness is fixed on the material body, home and other similar objects of sense gratification, one spends one life chasing up the material object with the help of the senses. Consciousness that's Powerfully affected by the moon of passion, become dedicated to impermanent things, and in this way, irreligion, ignorance, attachment, and wretchedness arise. See, this is why we say you're going on the wrong direction. Understand? This is going to be dangerous. That's why you must do austerity. What is the austerity? What we recommend? Huh? You have to wake up in the morning. Mangala Arati, to chant, follow the four principles. When you do that, then you come to the mood of goodness. And goodness, when you become Sudhiyat, uh, Brahma Saukhyamta Anantam. When you come to that platform, then you come to transcendental goodness. When you come to transcendental goodness, then you get happiness, which is 
So austerity will bring you to religiosity. Huh? Happiness, you see how it works. When the living entity becomes strongly situated in the mood of goodness, then religious principles characterized by devotional service to me become prominent. One can strengthen the mode of goodness by cultivation of those things that already situated goodness and thus religious principles arise. You become what? Uh, you come to the mode of? Now, there's another thing. Why you have to do this austerity? Which is actually more important. Why? Because you come to the mode of goodness, that is accepted. And when you come to goodness, then you come to become religious, huh? and then you transcend, yes. But actually the real reason of doing this austerity, you know, why? This is explained by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Sevaka Vaikunta Varnasu Yantropi Gayate Nityam Deva Devo Janatana. Persons whose austerity is meager can hardly obtain the service of the pure devotees, progressing on the path to the kingdom of God, the Vaikuntha. Pure devotees engage in 100% in glorifying the Supreme Lord, who is the Lord of the demigods and the controller of all living entities. Now, you understand this point? Hello? Huh? It is more important than just coming to the mode of goodness. I have explained at length in the previous class how the Bodhi's association is more valuable than simply worshipping the demigods. Yes? Hello? Huh? So you see here today, austerity is principal ingredient in trying to get the association of if you don't do austerity forget it you cannot get association it's not possible that's why it says person to austerity is meager can hardly obtain the service of pure devotees you understand this point huh? hello yeah, last week was why the Bodhi Association is crucial, more than demigod, right? How to get this Bodhi Association? You have to do austerity. That's why I recommend you come here, you chant, you follow the principles, right? Yes? Then when you do it, then you get connected to who? Huh? Huh? What happens when you get connected? Hello? What happens when you get connected? Things are taken out. Huh? Sinful, things, things are taken out. Sinful activities are removed. Very good. What else? Hello? Hmm?
Go and do seva, uh, you do your tapasya, then you get association of devotees. By getting association of devotees, you what? You do service to them, and by doing service to them, what happens? You develop an affection to hear Vasudeva. Ah. Not only you're free from sinful activities, unless you're free from sinful activities, no possibility of going to Krishna anyway. You understand? That's why austerity is so important. Austerity is so important. That's why it is stressed in today's verse. Tapo Divyam Putra Kaha. It is not that we just simply live like a dog and cat. Eat, sleep, make, defend. Huh? And earn money. Oh, India is now a big thing. Wow, you must go to that. What, what college is that? Namo IIT. What is that? The business school. No, no, you go, you become the CEO of Google. He's, he, he's going to die now. You take over. Huh? Eh? All are thinking like that. Oh, CEO of Google and, you know, Pepsi Cola and what, what, what not. They think this is what? This is what? The purpose of human life. But no. This is the purpose of animal life. Animals also do this nonsense. Eh? What is that verse? Nayam Sukapu? No. What is that? Prahlad Maharaj is saying the sense gratification is available even in the animals? My dear friends, born of demonic families, their happiness perceived with the reference to the sense object by contact with the body can be obtained in any form of life according to one past fruitive activity. Such happiness is automatically obtained without endeavor, just as we obtain distress. There's a waste of time. Any, any species you take, they also have the same happiness. Not that you're a human being, you get 10 times no happiness. That doesn't make sense. Understand? 
So therefore, the purpose of human life is to practice this austerity so that we get a chance to get attracted to Krishna. You understand? That's why Vasudeva Kataruchi. And to get that, you need to do service to the pure devotees. And in order to do service to pure devotees, you have to have heaps and heaps of pious activities based on your austerity. Yeshanta Antakata Papam Jananam Punyakarmanam. It is not some whimsical thing that you are doing, you know. This is all simply some nonsense. You understand? Krishna consciousness is based on so many rules and regulations and austerity and penance. That's why Krishna says, after many, many births, one who is what? Intelligent. Huh? He will know that I am all, you know, correct? Vasudevam Sarvamiti. You understand? So therefore, stress is given on austerity. And especially austerity means to serve the devotees. Huh? See? When you serve the devotees, you get attraction to hear. Huh? What happens when you get attraction to hear? What happens? Huh? What was so good about hearing about Krishna? For the purpose. Punyam Sunvata Sakata Krishna Punya Shravana Kirtana Vidya Andastohe Abhudrani Vidunoti Shuvatsatam When you get attracted to Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Paramatma, Supersoul in everyone's heart, and the benefactor of fruitful devotee cleanses the desire for material enjoyment, which we have discussed right now. Today's subject is material. And who can get rid of that material? You cannot do it yourself. It's not possible. It's not? Not possible. Krishna cleanses the desire for material enjoyment from the heart of the devotee who has developed the urge to hear his messages. So you need to get attracted to hear his messages. When you get attracted to hearing his messages, then Krishna in the heart, he cleanses you of all this material. Huh? Desires to enjoy Maya. Understand? Hello? Hello? You understand or not? What? You see how it works. Right? Urge to hear his magic, which are themselves virtues when probably heard in chant. So, this is the method. Why austerities has been overly stressed? If you don't want to do this austerity, then forget it. You can get permanent residence in this material. You can be happy. Yeah, come back next body, next body, next body. Carry on. Yes. This is a very tight arrangement. Understand? You cannot. Think that you can do it your way. Not possible. Huh? Hello? It'll not work. Because Krishna says that I will destroy all these things. And what? Even how you build your castle, Krishna will wipe it out. Yes? So, self gratification is not recommended. 
at all. Alright, any questions or comments on this subject? If the CEO become a, what a devotee become a CEO of what? Yeah? Well, of what? You know, this company also implicated sinfully. Understand? And you become engaged, you will be implicated. You see, Rupa Goswami and Sananda Goswami were much more higher than the CEO. Right? And why why they gave up? After seeing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they gave up. They don't want to. In fact, Sanatan was hiding away. And he got arrested. He didn't want to go to job anymore. But that's the symptom of a person who becomes Krishna conscious. He loses the interest of working with. You understand? Yes. If a person is really interested in spiritual life, then eventually he will give up all these attachments, fruity work. This verse is there in the CC also. Can someone help me find this verse for me? 11, 29, Because this translation is different from what Prabhupada translated. A person who gives up all fruitive activities. Hello? Huh? Adi? Four what? One nine four. One nine. Yeah. Four. Four. One nine. Okay, this is Prabhupada. Eh? This is not Antia. Okay, this is Prabhupada translation. Same words. The living entity who is subject to birth and death attains immortality when he gives up all material activity, dedicate his life to the execution of my order, and acts according to my direction. In this way, he becomes fit to enjoy spiritual bliss derived from exchanging loving mellows with me. Understand? So, of course, if a person is involved in his family situation and all that, we don't immediately recommend you to just pack up and go. But ultimately, you have to give up what? All these fruitive activities. That is quoted by Krishna to Dava. <clears throat> so this may not be possible initially in early stages, but when a person becomes very advanced in Krishna consciousness, like the examples of Rupa Goswami and Sanatan Goswami, then they, they don't want to work Prime Minister, he was what? Chief Minister. How much more higher is the Chief Minister than the CEO? Who is higher? Huh? And they gave up. What to speak about that? There's another verse about Bharat Maharaj. How he gave up his whole his big empire and everything, you know, as passing through. What is that verse? Uh, five. Huh? 
Okay, okay. So see here again, I mean, this is Bharat Maharaj, you know, he is the emperor of the world. While in the prime life, the great Maharaj Bharat gave up everything because he was so fond of serving the Supreme Personality of God in Uttam Sloka. He gave up his beautiful wife, nice children, great family, great friends and enormous empire. Although these things are very difficult to give up, Maharaj Bharat was so exalted that he gave them up just as one gives up stool after evacuating. Such was the greatness of his majesty. I mean, unless you get Krishna, it is not possible to do this. You understand? You cannot do it artificially. That's not possible. Unless you got a higher taste, you cannot give up lower taste. It's not possible. You understand? You see you. If someone is ignorant and addicted to the path of samsara, how can one who is actually learned, merciful and advanced in spiritual knowledge engage in fruity battery and thus further entangle him in material existence? If a blind man is walking down on the wrong path, how can a gentleman allow him to continue on this way to danger? How can he approve this method? No wise or kind man can allow this. Hello? Hello? Huh? Surrender. To put up his hands already. Surrender. <laughs> cannot defeat the Bhagavan Prabhu. You can have any questions. Understand? You want to do that? You say, never mind, they're happy. Let them, you know, do all nonsense. Then you are not a human being. That means you are not compassionate. Understand? You cannot. No sane man will allow this. Huh? Yes? Hello? So we should be compassionate. Why all this explanation? Why Krishna brought the Rishab there? Everything, why, why, why? You educate us. You are going on the wrong way. Why hard work? Stool eating. Hey, Prabhu, why, why speak like I, I was giving a class. I quoted this verse, you know, that he passed everything out like stool. The, 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 the person in the audience got upset. I said, why are you speaking of a stool and all this? What? That's a fact. You understand? Unless we use hard words, who is going to learn? Correct? Yes? Huh? So you see how the Bhagavadam is giving all these analogies so that we wake up. Otherwise, we will be so dull. Understand? Find fault. We will find fault. They think they know better. Especially one who is materialist. Huh? He thinks he knows better. 
You understand? That's why you cannot wake up a sleeping man. No, sorry, you cannot wake up someone who's pretending to sleep. But you can wake up a sleeping man. You understand? This is important. So today I summarize. I mean, any more questions before we wrap up? So there are two sections of this verse today. The, 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 the dangerousness of what? Sense gratification and the cure for the sense. So two very important points. So I hope you will understand this and apply application. The application is to seriously chant Hare Krishna. That's the best austerity for Kali Yoga. Say you will keep association with devotees and then you will make Alright, so thank you again for glorious to all of you. Glorious to There's questions here. If austerity means to serve the devotee, then what does penance mean? Austerity and penance are the same word, right? Yeah, yeah austerity and penance are two same words. Hmm? Okay, Hare Krishna, all glory to you.